Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com. Use promo code BILL at checkout. You're cruising down the highway. Windows rolled down. Tunes blasting from the radio. You're in the zone and living the dream. Suddenly, your car sputters, coughs, and throws a wrench in your whole day. Tow trucks, repair bills, the dream turns into a nightmare. Don't wait until car trouble steals your peace of mind. Visit CarShield now at carshield.com carlson. For nearly 20 years, CarShield has helped millions of drivers avoid the stress of major repairs. They offer plans covering up to 5,000 parts and systems, from your engine and transmission to electronics and more all for a low monthly rate that fits your budget. CarShield plans also include unlimited miles, 24-7 roadside assistance, and rental options. Get peace of mind now. Visit CarShield online at carshield.com slash carlson. Join millions of customers and contact CarShield now to save 20%. Visit carshield.com slash carlson. That's carshield.com slash carlson. Visit now. O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News. Tuesday, September 5th, 2023. Stand up for your country. So it's sad. You know, summer. Now everybody gets back to work. I've been working most of the summer, but still sad. You know, seasons go by. The older you get, the quicker the good times go. You know, if you're suffering or things are not good, then it drags. But Summer's always been a uh, great time here on Long Island where I am. And uh, I should be at the beach right now because it's about 90 degrees, but I'm not. And I'm whining about it, but I shouldn't be doing that either. But let's get into the swing here because fall, it's going to be a really sketchy time for President Biden. And I don't know what's going to happen. I don't want to speculate or do all this stuff, but I know it's not going to be good. The summer has not been good for Joe Biden. And the fall is going to be worse. Um, and the culture wars in this country will be raging alongside of the political wars. And that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. So California's ground zero for the progressive movement. Almost total control out there in Sacramento, in the governor's office. Uh, the Central Valley and the northern part of California are not progressive, but the population centers along the Pacific Ocean, with the possible exception of San Diego, and it's kind of 50-50 there, are all devoted progressive areas. 
So California, you look to it to see what may be coming to a county near you, okay? Because this progressive movement is still not under control, all right? It has control of the presidency, Biden, and the nation's largest state. That's a lot of power. So there's a story that very few have reported on that I think is very important, and I'm going to lead with that tonight. There is a school district near Los Angeles, the Chino Valley Unified School District. Okay? So in July, it voted four to one, the school district board members, to stop hidden transitions in Chino public schools. Okay, what does that mean? It means that the school board directed every school in San Bernardino County to report to parents if their children were demanding to use opposite sex pronouns and opposite sex locker rooms or bathrooms. Okay, so if Sally went in and said, I want to be Lenny and I want to go into the men's locker room, then Sally's parents have to be notified. That is in play right now in the Chino Valley School District. Enter California attorney Rob Bonta, a far left guy, as they all are in Sacramento. So he is suing the school district. And here's what he says, quote, every student has a right to learn and thrive in a school environment that promotes safety, privacy, and inclusivity, regardless of their gender identity. We're in court challenging Chino Valley's United's forced outing policy for wrongfully and unconstitutionally discriminating against and violating the privacy rights of LGBTQ plus students. Okay. Um, so that's his statement. And he may win, <laughs> which is so hard to believe, but it, it's California. So in California, there is a law that allows young people age 12 and over to access certain services through the school and not tell their parents. Okay? What are those services? Well, sexual assault. Kids have been sexually assaulted. Parents don't have to be informed. Pregnancy. Family planning. Birth control. STDs. That's a health thing, of course. Drug and alcohol abuse. So if the kid's addicted to fentanyl, school doesn't have to tell the parents. Outpatient mental health and counseling. This is insane. So if you have a child and the child's addicted to drugs, school's not going to tell you. So the child might wind up dead in the bedroom and you have no idea kids use it. This is California. So the Chino school district may lose by saying, no, we're going to alert parents if their kid is trying to transition in our public schools. This is insane, but it falls right into the progressive philosophy of indoctrination of children. 
The goal of the progressive movement, as I wrote in a column on BillOReilly.com last week, is to wipe out all traditions in America, including parenting. They don't want you to raise your child. The child is to be raised by the system, which is, in California, progressive. System raises a kid, not you. So as a result, sane people are taking their kids out of the public schools all over California. Some can't afford it. I, I, I know that. So almost 300,000 public school students have left since 2019. All right? Probably more have left. But that's the number that we have. All right, this is a study from Stanford University. Now, California is the most extreme left state in the union, closely followed by New York State, where I live, and Illinois. And you can see the devastation of all three states by the progressives trying to take over every aspect of your life and your children and grandchildren's lives. But there is no public outcry in California against this. In fact, if the election, presidential election were held tomorrow, Joe Biden would win handily in California, no matter who ran against him. Wouldn't matter. So for whatever reason, and I'm sure there are many, the voters in California have rejected all of America's traditions. They don't want them. They want drug addicts run wild in the streets. They want homeless people to encroach on public spaces. They want unbelievable taxation, more than $5 a gallon of gas out there. I mean, this is what they want. Now, if you sat them down and say, well, why do you want all this self-destructive stuff? They couldn't answer you. They couldn't. But they themselves have been indoctrinated. A lot of peer pressure out there. We've said this before. If you are in the entertainment industry and you will go up against the progressives, you will not work. Okay. Everybody in Hollywood knows that. A few superstars can rise above it, but not many. So, I mean, it's a sad situation. I've said this many times. California's most beautiful state in the union. I've been to every county in the state. Um, the climate is fantastic. But it's not what the founding fathers wanted this country to be. And that's a memo. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been delivering on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices of America's greatest heroes. Heroes who put their lives on the line to protect our country and our communities. Heroes like Bristol, Connecticut Police Sergeant Dustin DeMonte. After responding to a domestic violence incident, he sustained fatal gunshot wounds. He left behind his expectant wife and two children. Thanks to the generosity of people like you, Tunnel to Towers paid the mortgage on the DeMonte family home, lifting a financial burden. As his loved ones mourned the decorated officer's loss, they welcomed a miracle, the child he would never get to meet. So many families need your help. Please help America's heroes and their young families. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. 95 cents out of every dollar you donate goes to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Hollywood is under siege, covertly compromised by a global adversary. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream to the world is now making nightmares a reality. 
the American way of life is being censored by the Chinese Communist Party. Some films have scenes completely altered. Other films have lost their funding or been canceled altogether. Some actors have been banned from China for supporting human rights. Hollywood Takeover is a documentary brought to you by the Epoch Times, revealing how the CCP has infiltrated major movie studios. Join Chris Fenton, a former Hollywood executive, and Tiffany Meyer, an investigative news reporter, through their journey in exposing how the film industry gradually lost its integrity on its path to profits. Don't miss the most important documentary ever made about Hollywood. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free on HollywoodTakeover.com slash Bill. That's HollywoodTakeover.com slash B-I-L-L. Our President Biden is, as I said, a captive of the progressive movement, never go up against them. Once again, today, he did nothing. All right, he gave a medal out. Okay, fine. But his wife, Jill, okay, 72 years old, has COVID. So you're going to see a lot of scary media scare COVID stuff. I'm already getting letters. So COVID is a now the flu. Our Jill Biden has, according to doctors, mild symptoms, whatever it may be. She can't do her job. She teaches at Northern Virginia Community College. She has to stay home. Uh, she's in Delaware and Biden's in a White House. So we wish the First Lady a quick recovery. I mean, why wouldn't we? Um, but the saga of the Bidens continues. Now, there's a new poll out, and this is all bad news for Joe Biden. Across the board, bad news. He's had a terrible summer, as I stated. This is 400,000 people in an online poll, which means they came to civics, to the civics organization. 24% of Americans say the United States is moving in the right direction, 67% in the wrong direction. I mean, that number is staggering. Just 2% of Republicans think the country's heading in the right direction. 17% of independents, a crucial voting bloc, say the country's doing well. 49% of Democrats say the country's doing well. And that's the problem. The Democrats are just not going to ever look at reality, ever. It's not going to happen. It's ideology over reality. Even if your kids get punished, even if you get punished, they're not going out. Now, there's another poll, Wall Street Journal, that upset George Stephanopoulos, and a uh, number of other of the network lefties, okay? This is poll 1,500 registered voters, 33% Republican, 32% Democrat. It's fair, fair poll. Uh, first question, if the 24 election for president held today, who would you vote for? Trump, 46, Biden, 46. This is what upset all the uh, television commentators. Do you approve or disapprove of the uh, job Biden's doing? Approve 37%. Uh, getting down in Nixon territory, uh, disapprove 59. You approve or disapprove of Joe Biden's handling of the border? Approve 30 percent, disapprove 63 percent. Do you approve or disapprove of Biden, uh, what he's doing in Ukraine? 42 approve, 52 disapprove. That's an interesting number. I'll probably analyze that number later on in the week. There's a reason for it. Is Joe Biden too old to run for president? 73% say yes. Is Donald Trump too old? 47. It's because Trump is much more vigorous than Biden, obviously. Um, does Biden have a strong uh, record of accomplishment? 40% say he does. Um, Donald Trump, 51%. Is he a likable person? Joe Biden, 48% say he's likable. 31% say Trump's likable. Uh, that's not a good number for Donald Trump. He needs to... Got to get that number up a little bit. 
Okay, here are the 10 states where Joe Biden's job approval rating has fallen the most. Okay, Delaware is home state. Job approval rating has fallen 16 points. Massachusetts, 15. Iowa, 15. Vermont, 15. North Dakota, 15. New Jersey, liberal heaven, 14. Maryland, 14. Colorado, 14. New Mexico, 14. Utah, 13. All bad news. There isn't one piece of good news in any of the numbers that I just gave you for Joe Biden. It's a disaster. He's a disaster. Okay. So this is uh, data from the Committee for a Responsible Federal Budget Nonpartisan Group, it says. Um, It puts out that the federal deficit will double this year from last. Now, Biden, as you know, is running around saying he's cutting the deficit. He's not cutting the deficit. It's just BS. But he knows that nobody has the numbers and nobody knows. So he's going to say whatever he wants to say. I did a radio commentary today about Biden and Strom Thurmond. Strom Thurmond, a racist senator. Uh, and Biden was his big pal. And then Biden went out and said, oh, I got Strom Thurmond to change his vote on the Civil Rights Act. No, he didn't. It was total bull. It's just, uh, but he can say whatever he wants to say because the press is going to hold him accountable. That's as simple as that. Okay, credit card and default loans, 10-year high in America as people don't have any money because they're paying double for food and, and fuel or through the roof. So 4% of credit card delinquencies are on the books now. 4%, that's the highest number, as I said, in 10 years. 70 million. Credit card accounts uh, are in trouble, and the debt has passed $1 trillion for the first time ever. So, you know, if you have to declare bankruptcy, if you default on your debt, it's on your credit rating, you'll never be able to borrow money again. So it's serious. All right, with all that uh, bad news, you would think that the Republicans would be ahead 70 to 30 in the polls. That's not true. You just saw that Trump and Biden are tied. So joining us now from Washington, D.C. is Republican pollster Dustin Olson. He uh, works for the American Pulse Research and Polling Center. Okay, so let's run down uh, where the Republican um, challengers are now. Did anybody break out of the first debate, in your opinion? Yeah, well, I would say that uh, looking at all the recent polls, including our polls and other people's polls, that there's been a trend over the last few months that Donald Trump is solidifying his position. So a lot of people, I think, correctly have called that the undercard debate, but have people pulled out. I would say that Nikki Haley uh, did some good for her. You see that she's bumped up in New Hampshire. She's now close to tied with DeSantis, uh, as well as uh, Vivek Ramaswamy seems to have a lot of the energy behind him. And as I've been looking at the race recently, we're not – uh, backing anybody. Currently, we have people in our polling firm actually who are tied to people on both sides of the aisle in this race. However, what we are what we're seeing is that uh, you really the the race is solidly behind Trump at like 58, 59, 60 percent. And ultimately, this is about who's the second choice in case of emergency break glass. Who is it going to be if if uh, Trump were not to be on the field? And honestly, on the other side too, in the Democrat Party, you know the same thing. 
Uh, right now, the, the president has 90% uh, of the support in that primary, but uh, people are also looking for someone as an alternative there. But it's a different situation because Trump is going to run no matter what. And all this BS yep. about he's not going to be allowed to run because of the insurrection. That's just BS. It's just garbage. Constitution is clear. Trump can run. Um, but on the Democratic side, I don't believe Biden is going to run. Um, his numbers are so terrible. He's declining mentally, as everybody knows. And then in the next two months, the Republicans are just going to hammer him about the grifting and the money to his family. And it's just not it's going to be untenable. Um, yep. And on the Republican side, when you say, OK, say Trump gets run over by a bus tomorrow, then the race changes, obviously, because Trump's out of it. He's not alive. But as long as he is alive, I don't see, based upon the first debate and the second one's coming up in four weeks or three and a half weeks, I don't see any of those people on the stage coming close to him. Do you? No, I don't. And it's, it's interesting. We've been you, you know a lot more about the media than I do, but. In a normal situation, if someone had 59% of the vote, we would treat that as a non-race. We would look at that as uh, this is there's really nothing to see here. Yet for some reason, we're propping this up like it's actually a, a, an actual real well, race. And I do that's a media thing, right? I mean, that's a Fox News thing, and they're just propping it up. Um, now, the Republican contenders are caught because the MAGA movement is so much a part of the Republican primary system. If you go to attack Trump like Christie, all right, the MAGA immediately hates you and you'll never get their votes. So the others, they, they can't attack the front runner or they just have no chance. Is that how you see it? Absolutely. So actually, if you look at Ron DeSantis, who's the, the second choice, he's the number one second choice for people. The number one second choice for people who are supporting Ron DeSantis is Donald Trump. So if Ron DeSantis goes hard at Donald Trump, all he's doing is undercutting himself. Uh, same thing with Vivek Ramaswamy, right. though, as we've seen, he's very much, he under, I think it seems like he understands that he's only he going to be the nominee. And he's going to be on this program on the No Spin News. Um, in mid-September. Which is I'll, smart. It is smart because I got lots of questions for Ramaswamy. And, he's, you know, here's why it's smart. He said he's not going to duck anybody. If there's anybody that he should duck, it's probably me. Because I know yes. a lot about history and, and, and foreign affairs, and that's where he's weakest. But he has, he's a man of his word, number one, which is important to me. And number two, we will have a fair and lively debate when he comes on. I'll give the information at the end of the week on how we're going to handle that. Final question for you. Yep. The Democrats know they're in trouble. I mean, all the polls say that. Uh, they know they're in trouble, even though they're going to support whoever the Democratic nominee is. doesn't really matter to them who it is. But they know they're in trouble with Biden because independents, um, they know Biden is, is a failed president. Short of uh, Michelle Obama, who's a game changer, but we still don't have any indication she's going to run. Is there anyone that you see that's got a pulse on the Democratic side who could step in if Biden doesn't run? That's a great question. We recently did a survey in New Hampshire and we asked, we probed with questions with Democrats, you know, what are they wanting? And the truth is most people in New Hampshire across party lines don't want Biden to run again. And 
one out of four Democrats actually admit that they don't want him to run again. When we gave him a chance to say who they would like, Gavin Newsom showed up, as well as Bernie Sanders, which I think some other polls have shown that as well. So those are the names that are bubbling up to the top. And it's it's hard to imagine that um, California would get exported to the rest of the country. However, that is what uh, Democrats are thinking about. Anyway. OK, well, he'd have a lot of money. Newsom would have a lot of money. Um, but I agree with you. California is so far out there. I can't see it happening. Hey, Dustin, really appreciate it. I hope you'll check back in with us from time to time. Uh, as the uh, race unfolds. I I really appreciate your time today. Thank you. Spring is the perfect time to make smart financial moves like getting life insurance to protect your family. Did you know that 46% of Americans expect to leave behind debt? Policy genius life insurance can cover those debts like mortgages, credit cards, car loans, college costs. In our Smart Life segment, Understand that life insurance gets pricier with age and work coverage may fall short. Policy Genius simplifies by comparing quotes from top companies and ensuring unbiased advice. Their award winning agents are ready to assist. So don't wait. Spring into action and secure your family's future. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just 200 $92 a year for $1 million of coverage. Head to policygenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes. That's policygenius.com. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming, might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt, a billion. Whether you're in the hole for 10,000 or 10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Okay, down at the border, things are getting worse, if you can believe it. I, it's hard to believe, but it's true. Uh, the U.S. Border Patrol reports and it was printed by the Washington Post, that uh, there's a record high number of migrant families crossed in August, the hottest month of the year on the border, deadly, deadly hot, record number. So 91,000 migrants um, were confronted in August. 91,000, okay, this sets a record. And why are the families coming? Because if you cross the border illegally with a kid, you're allowed to stay under the Biden administration. You, the kid, the aunt, the uncle, whoever it may be, good stay. Okay, insane. But this has been going on for two and a half years, but it's getting worse. And who's paying a price? Now we're all starting to pay the price. So in Massachusetts, probably the fourth or fifth, Oregon is in the top five, most liberal state of the union. The governor, Healy, um, devoted, devoted liberal, calls out the National Guard. 
250 members of the Guard in Massachusetts are on the streets trying to supervise 20,000 migrants in Massachusetts. Now, Massachusetts is a little state, okay? Doesn't have resources, not like New York or California. It's small. It's already taxed here, up to here, Taxachusetts is his nickname. And the people there are looking around, they're going, hey, we're so small, we have nowhere to put these people. And they don't. They don't. They don't anywhere to put them. New York now, Staten Island, one of the five boroughs in New York City, is trying to secede from New York City because of the migrant situation. There's all kinds of horror here uh, going on because the migrants have nowhere to go. And the schools are opening this week in New York, and bang, you're going to have thousands of migrant kids who do not speak English showing up to public schools. Public schools can't handle it, can't handle the kids who have been raised here. So you can see this is unintended consequences on steroids for Biden. Down and down and down. And we don't even report on the crime because we don't have the data nationally. When we get it, we'll report on it. But you figure with 8 million, 7 million migrants under Biden in, 10% of every population everywhere is criminal. That's 700,000. <laughs> we, we got enough criminals here, American criminals, right? So this thing is so out of control, it's, it's frightening. All right, the Senate is back today. Um, and they have to do another budget shutdown. You'll be bored to death with this. Uh, they'll probably reach an agreement, uh, you know, to keep the government open. But you got to hear about it for the next two months. The House comes back next week. OK, so um, next Wednesday, a week from tomorrow, Merrick Garland, the corrupt attorney general. And boy, is he corrupt. Oh, God. He comes in to testify in front of the House Judiciary Committee, and he won't say anything. Ongoing investigation, ongoing investigation. He's not going to say a word, but he'll be embarrassed. It'll just be another brick in the Biden wall. Okay, so that's what's on tap. House comes back next week, Senate back this week. Smart life. So there is a survey from American Perspectives about friendship. This is important. Okay. So the headline, this is more than 2,000 adults. The headline is that 40% of Americans do not have a best friend. 60% do. Or best friends. You can have more than one person as a best friend in that category. 40%. All right. And, um, 49% of Americans report they have fewer than three close friends. So what does that mean? Half the country has fewer than three close friends. That means you're isolated. You don't have a support system. Now, a lot of this, maybe a lot is an, is an overstatement, but I'm going to use a lot. A lot of this is driven by Married couples, one or the other spouse controls, is controlling. They don't want the spouse to have outside friends. You know them. You know them. In your life, you know people like that, always together, can't do anything apart. 
don't want any outside intrusion on anything. You know them. Okay. But some of it is social isolation because of failure, because people have not done well, addiction, those kinds of things. So they isolate. I know people like that. Kids I grew up with, kids, they're adults now, but it just didn't work out for them. They don't want to see anybody. All right. They're walled off. But I'll tell you what. Next to selecting a trustworthy spouse who's going to be loyal and loving to you, friends are second. All right. And this is not emphasized in this country. Now, I every couple of years put together a trip for all of my old friends and they don't have to come on a trip. But there is a list of 25 of guys, all guys, um, and we're going to Morocco this spring. All right. We go every two years someplace. Everybody goes. Greatest time. Now, a few guys are off the list because their spouses won't let them go. It's credible, but it's absolutely true. They can't go because uh, Melanie won't, won't sign off on it. <laughs> and that's okay. Look, I, I'm not judgmental. If they want to live their lives that way. You want to miss the trip because Melanie says, no, okay, that's it. But I got 25, all right, guys that I've known, some of them since I'm four, five years old. Okay, it's because I am a very tough guy when it comes to selection of friends. I pick friends, and they, you know, they got to be top of the line. And then if I find somebody like that, I keep them. That takes time and energy, by the way. You have to work at that. Okay, what's the old adage? Anything worth having is difficult. Okay? But I got to tell you, we started these trips in 1976 with five guys. And now we continue to do them every two years. And it's just so rewarding. And then if anybody gets into trouble, our slogan is all for one. If anybody has problems, the whole crew comes in and helps. All right. Now, I designed this thing solely because I understood from a very early age how important friendship really is in this world. But boy, now with the phones, a lot of these kids, they don't have any friends. The phone is their friend. So anyway, smart life. I feel bad uh, for 49 percent of Americans who have less than three friends. And um, 40 don't have any best friends. I, f- I feel bad for them. Missing out. Okay, say in history, September 5th, 1997, Mother Teresa dies, age 87. Extraordinary woman. Um, she was born in North Macedonia in the Balkans on August 26, 1910. At 18 years old, she uh, became a nun and went to Ireland to teach. The next year, she was transferred from Ireland to India where she taught at a high school for girls, St. Mary's. But she really wanted to do more. So she petitioned her order of sisters, and they gave her the green light to start uh, helping the sick and the poor in Calcutta. Now, Calcutta is probably the worst place on earth. Sorry, India, but it's unbelievably bad. And while in Calcutta, I mean... Mother Teresa, that was her moniker as she uh, rose to the ranks. Uh, She started uh, hospitals and, uh, 
you know, for lepers. I mean, you name it. And she was right in there. Orphanages, nursing homes, string of health clinics. If you were poor or sick in Calcutta, you went to Mother Teresa. Unbelievable woman. Okay. So uh, she died on this day. And uh, then she was canonized a saint 19 years later, a saint in the Roman Catholic Church. She is Saint Teresa now. So I admire this woman. Um, it's an amazing story. If you uh, want to read more about her, you, I mean, the, the bravery of this woman was, boy, up, she's up against it at every turn. And she was really what a religious figure should be. I know we have a lot of clerics uh, watching here because I get mail from you guys and gals. And uh, maybe you want to take a little time on Sunday or Saturday. Uh, talk about her. No better example of uh, Christian philosophy than Mother Teresa. Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up. And you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds in stores for 15 years. You'll also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's arkseedkits.com, promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. arcseedkits.com. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD. 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. All right, I got a longer mail segment because we were off of the holiday weekend, and some people mad at me. I like that. Uh, rational, not irrational. And then we got a final thought about Jimmy Buffett. Back in a moment. All right, let's get to the mail. We got Ron Perry in Drums, Pennsylvania. O'Reilly, why hasn't Obama been held responsible for Biden's misdeeds as vice president? Well, because there's no evidence that President Obama knew what Joe Biden was doing. That would be the big reason. Could be 
could come out, possible. But Joe Biden had zero role in the Biden administration till the very end when Biden uh, basically said, look, I'm going to run. You got to help me out. And then Barack Obama gave him a little more high profile. But their, their offices were far apart. They didn't have much rapport. The famous quote is uh, from Barack Obama, never underestimate Joe's ability to blank up. <laughs> okay. So there's no evidence tying Barack Obama into Joe Biden. If that evidence appears, I will certainly report it. Bill Elmer, Hewitt, New Jersey, with Hunter Biden paying Joe Biden's bills for the last 11 years, would that be considered a gift? If so, would Biden need to claim it on his income taxes? Number one, we don't know. The House committees are trying, but we don't know yet the extent of Hunter and Jim Biden's generosity to Joe Biden. Though you say he did it, but we don't know yet. I believe that's true. I believe Hunter and Jim paid Joe Biden's bills in a lot of circumstances. If that happened, you have a $12,000 exemption on your income tax. Anything over that has to be reported or it's a crime. So that's where we are now. Okay. Interesting side note. The House committees, oversight and judiciary, are the ones investigating. Where's the FBI? They should be the lead investigative agency here. This is an allegation that a vice president accepted bribes. Where's the FBI? That's how corrupt the FBI and the Justice Department is. Marianne McCain, Saluda, Virginia. I'm grateful for your daily messages. Thank you, Marianne. I hope everybody goes to BillOReilly.com first thing in the morning and reads a message. Okay? You are real and truthful. I appreciate reading the message every day. I look forward to that. The world has become a very scary place. I'm 74. I was a public school teacher. This country used to be a wonderful place. Why do they want to ruin it? Because they, the progressives, don't believe it used to be a wonderful place. That's what they don't, they don't believe it. If you get a hold of my book, Culture Warrior, geez, must 20 years old now. I outlined a whole thing in that book. John Rookney, Lincoln, Nebraska. Bill, what do you think of term limits movement for Congress? Will it succeed? No, not now. Because these people want to keep their power as long as they can. But if there was a popular uprising swell, that might change. But the way it is now, no. Peter Dobelman, Omaha, Nebraska. You mentioned that McConnell, Feinstein, and Biden should resign because they can't do their job. Why didn't you include Fetterman in that group? Because we were talking about age, old age. Fetterman isn't in that category. Fetterman's physician, personal physician, says he's able to do his job. Okay, so it would be unfair to put Fetterman in that group. I don't think Fetterman can do his job, by the way, but that's an opinion. Gene Paquette, Portsmouth, Rhode Island. Bill, you stated that Mitch McConnell should resign, but Kentucky has a Democratic governor. If he resigns, would the governor appoint a replacement? Kentucky has a law that they, if a senator or anybody else 
has to be replaced by the governor. The governor has to pick three uh, selections from the replacement person's party. So McConnell, um, three people would be given to the governor, I guess by the legislature, the Republicans in the legislature, but he'd have to pick a person of that party. That's in Kentucky. Dorothy Kendall, Dover, Delaware, the Ukrainians are losing the war. Without our help, they would be overrun tomorrow. So what do you propose to send in American troops to bolster them? You are wrong about this, O'Reilly. All right, Dorothy, I mean, maybe I'm wrong about it, but how do you know the Ukrainians are losing the war? There's no evidence of that. To stalemate. Just so you know, we take our information from the British intelligence services, not the Americans, because the American intelligence services have an agenda. So I take it from Britain. And the British intel people, which they're good, say it's a stalemate, that Russia can't break through and Ukraine can't break through. So there it is. But you say the Ukrainians are losing a war. If you would, Dorothy, write me a letter tonight and back that up, I would read it. Victor Cohen, Birmingham, Alabama. Thanks for your recent Smart Life message regarding a skin cancer check. As a result, 15 precancerous spots were removed from my head. Wow, Victor, you're smart to go. That's why you call it Smart Life. John Klein, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. I'm a longtime fan going back to the radio factor. Wow, that's back. My 35-year-old son is a student of history, he recently visited the Bighorn site, enjoyed it. He's reading your book, Killing Crazy Horse Time, finished it after his visit, commented that not only is the book excellent, he wished he would have read it before the trip. So if you're going to visit the Civil War battlefields, you got to read Killing Lincoln. Okay, Revolutionary War battlefields, Killing England. Any of the Indian battlefields killing crazy horse. But I'm glad your son is a student of history. Gives me hope. You know, um, killing the witches, by the way, is not just about witches. It's about today. Today, what's going on and how it's influenced by what happened back in Salem. It's it's fascinating book to write. It really was. It'll be out September 26th. Good buzz already. Uh, get it on uh, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, BillOReilly.com. If you re-up your premium and concierge membership or sign on and you're will enhance your life, get the book free. Okay, again, Killing Witches out September 26th. Mark Tigrath, Bloomfield, New Jersey. I'm soon to be 68. Up until the Obama regime, I was a naive about politics. That's no longer the case, thanks to you. I watch your talking points regularly. Enjoy everyone. Your candor and honest viewpoints are refreshing. Um, I've read Killing the SS and Killing a Rising Sun. I tend to read the rest soon. Well, I appreciate it, Mark. We're, we're just gaining like crazy and uh, people that are listening to us. So we're glad you are. Okay, uh, go to the store. We've got Fall Madness, Killing the Legends, Killing the Killers, any mug of your choice, forty-two ninety-five. Great, great deal. Remember, you're going to have gift giving and stuff like that. Grab this, Fall Madness. And don't forget, we, uh, they just released 70 primo seats at the Paramount Theater in Huntington for my live show, October 27th. So you can get those. Go to BillOReilly.com, Ticketmaster, whatever. 
Word of the day, no cacophony. C-A-C-A-P-H-O-N-Y. When writing to us, back with a final thought on Jimmy Buffett. Okay, so over the weekend, Jimmy Buffett died, 76 years old, from skin cancer. Okay, and you know, I've been banging that drum. Sun is not your friend, that's for sure. So check it out, dermatologist. Anyway, I saw Buffett way back in 1972. He wasn't famous then. I saw him at Coconut Grove Theater in Miami. Uh, and I followed his career. I never met him, but he was an excellent entertainer. Go. So many nights to sit and dream of the ocean. Tomorrow I'm going to sail it. All right, Jimmy Buffett, dead at 76. And this, unfortunately, is going to continue with the baby boomer generation. Okay? Get in your mid-70s and your 80s, you know, life doesn't owe you anything. And Jimmy Buffett made the most of his life. I mean, and he was an ardent capitalist. I mean, the guy was so shrewd and clever in the way he positioned himself and used his talent. Brought joy to millions and millions of people all over the world, which is, again, very, very laudable. So um, my uh, condolences to his family. He lives fairly near me out in, at least in Long Island. And, uh, you know, it's hard to see Jimmy go. And the boomers are going to go down, this boomer included. But while we're here, we do as much good as possible, I hope. Thank you for watching and listening to the No Spin News. We'll see you again tomorrow. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast, politics by faith.